community is always worth celebrating. The same goes for the businesses born within them. And with Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery, you can find the biggest selection of Black-owned and women-owned beer, wine, and spirits brands. Then get them delivered in under 60 minutes. Now you can sip with purpose and explore brands that are shifting an industry while amplifying voices often left unheard. Find your new favorite drinks while supporting the diverse stories that make them great. Make your memorable moments even more meaningful by choosing brands with intention. Show your support and raise a glass to the spirit of representation and belonging, all while discovering incredible drinks with stories worth celebrating. Just download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com to start sipping with purpose. There you are in the great wide open when you hear it. Dinner time. When you're hungry, you're not going to let 5,000 feet of mountain get in your way. And if they try, that's what Kia's lineup of exceptionally capable SUVs with available all-wheel drive is for. The Telluride, Sorento, Sportage, and Seltos are how you know we take this pretty seriously. The SUVs and the dinner. Hurry into your local Kia dealer today. Kia, movement that inspires. Visit Kia.com for details. Always drive safely. What the fuck is a sushi burrito? Oh, man, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely one on the list. It's just mm. a giant-ass roll. <laughs> Welcome to The Worst Asian Podcast, where a couple Asian-American millennials give you our shitty opinions on all things Asian. My name is Linji. I'm here with my co-host, Ben. Hello. What's up? What's up? You made it on time today. I did. I did. I did. Only five minutes late. Only five, baby. Which technically for you is half an hour early. Yes. <laughs> we're just laughing right now because uh, we had a little uh, technical difficulty. Yeah, we went over like maybe five, ten minutes of recording this. Of and, great material, by and, the way. And, we, and I completely forgot to press the record button. <sighs> So here we are, take number two. Blasphemous. Coming up today, we discuss Asian fusion food, which I think, personally speaking, sucks. Am yeah. I wrong? Am I completely off base? That's a hot topic. We'll go over the pros and cons of fusion food in general, talk about its evolution into current Asian celebrity chefs. Yes. And finally, we'll wrap things up on a more lighthearted note. We'll, we'll give you some of our choices for best That's right. and worst Asian fusion foods. That's right, baby. Do you remember uh -huh. the summer 2021 <laughs> BTS McDonald's crossover meal? Yes, yes and no. Do you remember why it was such a shitty product? I just feel like, wasn't it just like chicken nuggets with like a sauce? That's exactly what it was. It, it was, was, right? It was okay. the generic McDonald's chicken nuggets. All they gave you was a Korean fired sauce. Like Korean barbecue sauce or something, right? It was was it even gochujang sauce? I thought it was barbecue. It was some kind of sweet, Something tangy, stereotypical. light, spicy Korean Damn, sauce. But right. everything else was mm -hmm. exactly the same. They made a fucking burger thing for um, that rapper. I can't remember who it was, too. Was it Travis Scott? Remember Travis? They did. Yeah, you know what it was, dude? It was like this. It was just the regular thing, wasn't dude, it? Repackaged? It was, a it was a quarter pounder with cheese, with bacon, and extra onions. A Sprite. And french fries. Was that like just Travis Scott's favorite meal whenever he went to That's McDonald's? That's what it was, dude. 
That's all they do. The McDonald's like, yo, we're just gonna rebrand it and put his name in everywhere. And people were like, they're yo, dude, like all those hype piece kids were like getting good stuff. Okay, maybe like, the yeah. BTS McDonald's thing wasn't as bad then. Yeah, because it's all things considered, it's all relative. That BTS army, right? It's a real deal, right? That shit was selling for three, four times the amount on eBay. Yeah, just yeah, that yeah. sauce. Yeah, exactly. And dude. Just the sauce and the packaging. Yeah. But yeah, that that's definitely the one of the front runners for worst Asian fusion uh, collab. I love Shake Shack. People yeah, that, you do. People that know me know yeah. I love Shake Shack. By the way, uh, if Shake Shack wants to sponsor this episode, please. Just give me free food. I don't just, even care. Yeah, if you can, you know. Thank you so I much. I love Shake Shack, but when <laughs> Shake Shack came out with that Korean gochujang and chicken sandwich. Yeah. What are you trying to do? You tried it? I tried it. It, it was, was not good. It wasn't, man. You know, stay in your lane. Yeah. Do what yeah. you do well. Right, right. Gochujang, kimchi flavored stuff was getting mm-hmm. popular and they wanted to jump on that boat. You can't blame them for what they did, but their execution was poor. Oh, you know what? Let's use the flashy words. People are going to just want to try it. Like, that's the thing. I feel like what's people trending? are going to say, like, yeah, what's trending? And they're like, gochujang, barbecue, Korean. Oh, we got to try it. They just need to try it once. And then boom, we just made a trillion dollars, baby. Ben, fusion food, yay or nay? I'm really glad we're talking about this. I know, I want to say uh, yay and nay. Uh, you always iffy. Because you got to kind of have to look at it, you know, from both. You can never both just commit to anything. Oh, come on. No, I think um, I think when we were younger, it was a big fat, oh, fucking nay, for sure. The way I'm seeing things now, career-wise, even for me, you know, that we're just older now. Mm-hmm. You know, things get better. Things evolve over time, you well, know? Well, I think they're changing the terminology now, right? Because yes, I'm, I'm seeing less. Boom. The word fusion actually being used and more exactly. quote unquote modern, which I think is, is a bunch of BS. It's the same oh. thing. It's the McDonald's BTS crossovers no, of branding fusion food. So, so, let's just stop calling it fusion. Let's just uh, call it modern. Actually, you know, that's what that's another thing I want to ask you. Like, should you do you think the word fusion is like it's like a tainted, ugly word? One hundred percent. They should change it. One hundred percent. That's why mm-hmm. you're seeing this conscious effort of rebranding things as modern takes on stuff instead of saying say this fusion, is a fusion. Though. Yeah, it's well, an annoying thing. When when we say fusion, I think it's just easier to understand. That's why mm-hmm. we're saying fusion food instead of saying modern food, right? That's true. All these restaurants that that, that we've been seeing because we live in New York City and Queens, which is greatest I, city and borough of all time. I want to say Queens is still the most diverse county in the world. In the fucking world, we see a lot of this. Can I ask you that? I know I've already said I'm 50-50 on calling yay or nay. Are you... I'm assuming you're saying, like, nay. I've got the shit opinion, but I think... Uh, yeah. I want to put my foot down on something, and I don't want someone to convince me otherwise. Mm-hmm. If I had to pick, gun to my head, it's <sighs> shit. It's shit? For the There's younger? always the exceptions to the rule. But that generally speaking, fusion food is shit. I don't know, man. I think since we're, like, we're here since, like, the beginning, we experienced a good fair amount of really weird, shitty, you know, like cultural appropriation whatever fuck you want to call it of asian food a fusion Mm -hmm. and now that like we're expanding our palate i think that's kind of like what's making it hard for me to like see okay just to be fair i will say not to be too cynical fusion food is Uh good as an introduction point for a lot of dishes flavors that are not so familiar with either the western audience or the thing now is there's a lot of kids growing up millennials gen z gen y that are growing up in the west that don't have as much of a palate for the more traditional flavors and tastes. I agree with that. Fusion food is a gateway drug, hopefully to like, exactly. hey, let me try this kimchi quesadilla. 
maybe I like yeah. the flavor of kimchi afterwards. You know, like maybe I've never yeah. had kimchi before. You know, like、That's、it's、true. not something that I would just eat on its own. But if you stick it, kimchi, in, you、yeah. stick it into a vehicle that that I'm familiar with, <sighs> maybe I like the flavor, and maybe I'll, I'll transition into other more traditional Korean. Yeah, there is a point to be made that fusion food has its place. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, for good or for the worst. When I say the cons about fusion food, I'm just talking、mm. about shitty fusion food. We definitely had our fair share of like terrible Asian fusion. You know, like in a way, Chinese takeouts like taking like what Chinese food is, making like fast food is kind of like that. Right. In in some ways, Chinese takeout food is the original is the, is, is the original fusion food. Right. It's like the OG, bro. Familiar flavors and such, but at the same time, it's like packaged and cooked in a way that's more for the general Western audience. The whole stigma with oh, it has MSG. You know, yeah, that's like, like a completely different rant about MSG. Yeah, we can we can rant about MSG later. It's delicious. It's delicious. It's safe for you. I don't want that.、Salt. Actually, it's just salt. It's exactly. Just, Doritos has a shitload of MSG. Are you serious? Yeah. No one's ranting and、no、raving、way. about Doritos. I didn't know that. Yeah, they put that stuff in everything. Do you consider Benihana Asian fusion? I was wondering about that. Yeah, like, that's yeah. so weird because I've been to a Benihana maybe once in my life. Was it with us? I think it was with you. But yeah, at Benihana, you're going there for the <laughs> spectacle more than you are going for there for the food, right? What do they serve at Benihana? Fried rice, the garlic fried rice, right? Was it garlic、they、fried do, rice? They do the volcano thing. They do, the, yeah, yeah, the shrimp toss. Benihana, for those that don't know, is this American chain.、Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's worldwide. Yeah,、uh, it's hibachi style grill. Yeah. So yeah. you sit in front of this big table. Yeah, your yeah, yeah. chef. Serves you. He cooks his food on this big flat iron grill right in front of you. He's got two spatulas. He's flipping shit. It's like、yeah. a whole show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of it, you get fried rice and some grilled meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that fusion food? I was yeah. I was like, wait, that, does it count? There are sometimes when、it? I think about Benihana, uh huh, and I think it's kind of cringy. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I love Benihana, but I know what you mean. Yeah, fuck it, yeah, man. But like that was before Korean barbecue got big here in the West. So like, if、right. you wanted your Asian-ish kind of barbecue fill, maybe、yeah. you went to Benihana. I think. Right, that's what I was thinking, bro. You, you know, know, choices were limited back. Yeah, you know, like Wall Street dudes are like, "Hey, what do you wanna, what do you wanna eat, Kyle?、Mm, we should get that authentic."、Oh, I feel really exotic this weekend.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh Dri- yeah. Drive over to that mall. Oh yeah, bro. Get that Benihana. Oh yeah, yeah. I want that fucking volcano. Yeah, you know some sake bombs. There's a lot of really bad Asian fusion restaurants. <laughs> I was actually talking this,、uh, about this with someone from like Long Island. There's a lot of Asian fusion restaurants in like Long Island. Long Island, New York City. New York City, you know, Strong Island. That's what they like to say. You know, you walk in and you see these like, especially with sushi, like they fucking take sushi and they Frankenstein the whole thing. You know, especially the rolls.、Mm-hmm. Oh, I want the fucking dragon roll, bro. I'm like, oh man. Also,、oh, that's another thing. Like, well, aside from the names. Yeah, aside from the fucking names, bro. The names are just a completely different point. Yeah, it's so stereotypical, bro. Sometimes I like to give the pass just because we've、uh-huh. grown up with some of these names, right? It's just a part of it. For the longest time, I think like the only thing Asian culture had to offer was these things: Chinese takeout and like these like funky ass rolls and shit. I see how like the amount of people that are open to trying out Asian food, right?、Mm-hmm. Especially、like、Japanese cuisine. Everyone wants to be a foodie. Right. Everyone tries to be a foodie. Everyone tries to be a fucking foodie, which is great because that means they're trying to see if there's other flavors that they want to try out. There、right. is absolutely nothing wrong. More props to those people, right? But there's those people that think they know more, or they、mm. think they know what they're talking about, that kind of thing. And then like sometimes I'll have like a guest, and I'm explaining them like, "Oh, do you know like, you know, white tuna isn't really tuna, right?" They're like, "What?" 
Oh, it's technically not even a tuna. It's not even a tuna fish. It's just a nickname. That's actually pretty funny because you've worked at some of the more high-class sushi restaurants here in New York City. Yeah, yeah. Without, yeah. you know, dropping names, you know. I could, I could drop names. You I could drop, drop names? names. Okay. Yeah, I don't mind. Ben, so where have you worked? I've uh, I've worked at uh, Nobu. Um, Ooh, you, Nobu. I was working at Zuma, uh, which is kind of like Nobu as well. These are high class. Classy schmancy. This yeah. is when you go to Yelp and you filter by $4 signs. Yeah. Yeah. It's know, those types of restaurants. It's, it's, it's the restaurants where like all the rappers rap about, yep, you yep, know, yep. like Drake and them. Speaking of sushi. Yeah. Wasn't the whole California roll thing one of those right. introductory rolls that Dude. was brought over to right. America yes. to kind of get people into sushi. But the, right. the, but the California roll has mm-hmm. no raw fish. No, no, it doesn't. It's just all. rice. It's rice. Cucumbers, sometimes they put avocado in there, but then they mm-hmm. put imitation crab yeah right um, and that's more palatable to someone that it's let, a fish let's say has never had raw fish before right it's a white fish so that's the california roll did its job introducing sushi to the mainstream right and now right. sushi is such a trendy thing who doesn't eat sushi which westerner doesn't eat sushi except if you have allergies it's spicy mayo that like gateways like you know how you brought a kimchi i didn't think about that when you said that. i was like oh you're right kimchi is kind of like you take kimchi and like use it in so many ways now that like mm-hmm. people are like oh this is amazing Nobody thinks about sushi as being... Like a fusion type of food. Not even fusion, like exotic. Pizza on Wednesday, sushi on Thursday, tacos on Friday. There's nothing exotic about sushi anymore. That is true, yeah. Probably took things like a California roll Mm -hmm. or a dragon roll, things that are very normal. Mm -hmm. And now people are willing to try high-class omakase places and their uni and like all these different kinds of fatty tuna. Speaking of fatty tuna, fatty tuna only became like really prevalent because of the states here in the u.s you mean yeah i forgot where i saw it i don't know if it was from that remember zero dreams of sushi oh yeah everyone loves that everyone saw that show on netflix zero dreams of sushi yeah and just wanted to go over there yeah yeah, dude me too i was like oh how do i get a reservation for there he's he's like oh you could get in the next eight years (laughs) eight eight years benson there was an interesting part where they were talking about tuna right like Mm -hmm. tuna belly in japan it was the least uh desirable part of the fish the fatty part um, Jiro talks about how like it's not the toro you want, which means a fatty tuna in Japanese. Mm-hmm. That's what it means. You want the the lean part of it. You want that ruby, dark ass red part of the meat because that's how they because they say that that's what you can actually taste the fish in like its purest form. As opposed to the fattiest fattiness, part, which, which is pure fat. Pure fat just coats your tongue. Like you can't eat anything else after. And I thought that was really interesting. But he was saying like how like the states they're the ones that like you know fell in love with it. And that's why now you see like it being so like so expensive for it. It seems like that goes hand in hand with a wagyu Japanese beef because you see that's a cut that has all that marbling, has all that fat. Yo, yeah. And like you have the tuna yeah. version of that. Right, exactly. Which one is it? Otoro, that's the fattiest one, or Chutoro? Oh, you you know it, man. Otoro. Linji's a grandmaster sushi chef, baby. Jiro part two. Jiro part two. <laughs> What about you? Do you have any like certain dishes you think about? You're like, oh man, that was kind of like weird. You know, going back, anything fusion back then, uh huh. Let's say a fusion Asian salad. Go to yeah. Wendy's, Arby's, Burger King. Bur- oh man, Burger King. At some point, they had an Asian inspired salad. Yeah, and all that shit ever was was a protein with teriyaki sauce. <laughs> And mandarin uh, orange slices. Yeah, yo. That yes. was legit every yes. Asian salad. That was like the worst. That was that. I forgot about those. You're right. That was pretty And then bad. slowly things evolved. Yeah. But do you remember the shows on TV, The Great Food Truck War? I think so, yeah. Koji, barbecue trucks, Corilla, barbecue truck. Kogi. 
Kogi? Is it Kogi? Kogi means meat. Oh, mm-hmm. see? No, That's why you're the resident Korean, just to correct me. That's right, baby. The Kogi <laughs> barbecue truck and the Corilla barbecue trucks. Yeah, when man. When those came out, I, I kind of think mm-hmm. Korean barbecue really became mainstream. Yeah. Those food trucks served Mexican tacos, but they right, used right, Korean right. ingredients. Right, man. They had a bulgogi taco. or Bulgogi quesadilla and shit. Exactly. Oof. People are familiar with Mexican food yeah. here in the U.S. especially. Yo, kimchi mayo and shit. Yeah, I'm that? getting hungry with this episode, by the way. Just yeah, thinking about this one's this one. I'm just thinking about the food i'm like oh man that's good koji kogi yeah, kogi kogi it's a so hard cook yeah those kogi food trucks yeah. introduced korean barbecue to the mainstream yes by wrapping it up in a taco yes shout out to them big yeah. success that was on mainstream tv and everybody it was, was talking yeah. about it it's crazy thinking about like at that time we didn't think of it was like that became a really big thing that kind of like was to get disrupted yeah if you think about it there wasn't back then carts were like hot dog carts right exactly food trucks weren't that Fancy. That was like they before weren't. the whole food truck you know, right. craze. You know, I also wanted to talk about, like, speaking of Corvella and Kogi, right? Mm-hmm. You got to shout it out. Those Chinese barbecue stick joints. Oh, you those, know? yeah, yeah. Those, technically, I was thinking about it, right? Like, I'm, you know, remember we used to, like, eat it and stuff? Remember they used to be on a fucking dollar back yeah, then? Those carts have stayed pretty traditional. Yes. You know, like, the spices that they used, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, man, this is crazy. I never had something like this. I remember when I was, you know, eating it for the first time. It's really interesting. Obviously, I'm not Chinese, but I was like, damn, this doesn't really taste Chinese. And then I did some research. Now, you can be, you can definitely fix me on that. Resident Chinese. Resident Chinese, you Go know. Go for it. You know, the anthropologist Lin Jihee. So, some of the spices, apparently, they were, like, inspired and derived from, like, Mongolia, even some parts of, like, India and some parts of, like, Muslim mm-hmm. countries. That's where I was going to say, like, that's where cultures are, like... That's the real fusion, right? That's the real fusion, right. That's the natural selection of fusion food. Right. That's why I couldn't decide. It's like, oh, fusion, it's such a broad term and describe some things. Maybe we got to change the word. Maybe we got to write modern or contemporary or something. A lot of Chinese flavors yeah. is a mixture of centuries, thousands of years of different right. fusion of different uh, territories. You cannot say is fusion. That's just a mm-hmm. natural evolution of mm-hmm. one's, um, one's food culture. Mm-hmm. When we speak about fusion food here in the West, it's right. not that. It's stuff that happens over the course of months, years. You know, It's kind of forced fusion. So you think fusion is just like an American thing? Well, we're in our own little bubble yeah, here in the U.S., right. so it's hard for us to say. I don't want to be the gatekeeper of fusion food, but I'm sure somewhere, somewhere in Japan, they're yeah. taking, they're making like a hamburger <laughs> with rice patties. That's true. And they're sticking sushi in there. That's And yeah. some Korean guy is, I'm sorry, excuse me, some Japanese guy is, <laughs> is advertising close, close. that as American fusion food. Right. And we would look at it and say, what the fuck is this? Damn, it's so confusing, right? It's like there's so much history and like layers to this. You know, like reverse fusion. There's like all the stuff you got to think about. Reverse fusion? No, it's just like you're saying You mean like- just original recipe? <laughs> It mm-hmm. feels more appropriate uh-huh. if it's an actual Asian person that's trying to take uh, their recipe and putting a modern spin on it, putting you know some right. Western flavors into it. That, to me, seems more authentic mm-hmm. than opposed to some Western chain just saying, hey, mm-hmm. Korean food is trending now. We need to right. jump on this boat. That's what I'm saying. That, like, let's is take it... our fries and let's throw some kimchi on top of it and let's just call this fusion. Yeah, technically, right? You know, like, put some furikuri on it or something Yeah, know, and all that kind of stuff. How do you feel about that? Mm, how do I feel about it? If I go to like an Asian fusion restaurant, right? That's how I keep thinking about when you say fusion, right? That's kind of like the first gut reaction. And then like I think about like where I worked at Nobu, 
how seriously they take the tradition that has to be. But people don't, also don't realize like Nobu has a lot of influences from a Spanish yeah. Spanish restaurant, mm-hmm. a Spanish uh, cuisine. One of the most popular dishes they had this thing called the black cod miso. Black cod's not a native fish from Japan. Mm-hmm. Actually, Chef Matsuisa Nobu he he discovered that fish while he was like in Alaska and all that, mm-hmm. and he realized like oh it pairs really well with miso. Okay, the yellowtail jalapeno. It's six slices of yellowtail, sashimi style, right? He puts like a ponzu sauce on top, but he puts thinly sliced pieces of jalapeno. And jalapeno is not from Japan. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's native to like South America. Even there's a dish called tiradito. And now I, f- I forgot the translation, but that's a Spanish word. Because Spanish people took just like sashimi and then they turned it their way as well. Yeah. That seems like it's just more natural. It's not him mm-hmm. forcing something. It, there's nothing disingenuous about that. We have so many modern Asian chefs. They're making, you know, I don't want to say fusion anymore, but like they're taking like Asian food and then they're just trying to expand on it. It's it's going. It's really amazing seeing like how things are evolving with Asian fusion. I hate right. using it, but that's the truth, though. Yeah, because we have chefs like David Chang from Rory Choi, Momofuku, you know, right. Choi. I don't think they're trying on purpose. Whenever I see David Chang on TV, whenever he talks about his food, it doesn't seem mm-hmm. like he's trying to force. It hey, I need to create this dish that like East meets West, right? I'm going to throw some... some right, it, it's, it's, some they're very passionate about now. And I think part of that mm-hmm. is you have this evolution of a different generation of people who maybe grew up either in the West mm-hmm, or exactly. grew up with more Western influences. Right. Because yeah, fusion food in general is confusing, right? For us Asian Americans, we can tell the difference. There's so many Americans that still eat at like Panda Express or P.F. Chang's. And they're like, oh, this is good Chinese food. <laughs> yeah, sometimes there's a there's a place for P.F. Chang's yeah. or Panda Express when you just want to get that hit, that uh, MSG hit. Do you also think that sometimes now that you're getting less and less of traditional Asian restaurants, is there a place that just doing Sondabu and they're just doing traditional Sondabu <laughs> without throwing a pizza into the Sondabu? Sondabu is Korean tofu stew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have that issue. And also, just like in New York, you know, we can still go to like Chinatown, you can still go to K-Town. It's the newer restaurants that are t- definitely trying to do like more adventurous stuff. But like, there's still a lot of traditional Korean restaurants here. But there's definitely less of them being opened up. There's like, definitely less now. The ones that the we Ajumas, see now. The, the <laughs> Harmonies <laughs> and the Harmonies, that means like the ladies and like the, the grandmas. Guys. Yeah. As good as the food can be, if the customer base isn't there, then unfortunately it's not there changing tastes mm. like driving out mm-hmm, those yeah. traditional mom and pops things yeah so you're being forced into like these modern fusion places i think you and me it's safe to say like i know you're definitely trying more be more chinese is that yeah, cool yeah, to say yeah All right that's cool as we got older like even for me i was like damn like i was thinking like damn once my parents are gone all my like heritage in a way it's gone with them and that made me fucking sad and i was thinking i was like for some reason now, I didn't give a shit about like Korean pride or my traditions and stuff. But all of a sudden now, I guess with mortality getting older, I'm like, holy crap, this this is like really important to me, like my identity yeah. about it, you know? Exactly. Like I remember you are mentioning about like, you're trying to make sure your son wants to learn Chinese, right? Do you want him to know English and Chinese? It's strange. Our generation of Asian American, you grow up with a very Western background. Your parents speak one native language at home. You have one native type of food at home. Right. We balance the best of both worlds. Right. And when we're younger, we don't appreciate it as much. Or try harder to like keep up with that other aspect in our life, right? Like you speak Chinglish, I speak Konglish. Exactly. I remember my parents always say, like, you know, your Korean used to be really good until, you know, like, you got older. I was like, shit. 
our friends make fun of you. I know when you speak Chinese and stuff. Yeah. Like, damn, yo, Linji, your Chinese sucks. Yep. I'm like, does it? I guess. It sounds cool. But it's one of those things where now that we're older, we're mm. trying to like I see, I see it correct what we didn't give a <laughs> shit about when we were younger. Right. And you're trying to make that conscious effort. Right. You yeah. had that same thing going into your head though. Right? Yeah, exactly. There comes a point where it just clicks. Hey, look, mm. holy shit. If you mm-hmm. don't keep the traditions of your household, then no one's going to do that for you. Right, exactly. And like to a certain extent, because we're first generation Asian Americans, yeah. I feel like I have more of a responsibility to put forth that effort to try I to like agree. keep that. Same. A lot of that tradition comes mm-hmm. down to Asian dishes. Exactly. It's sad, but even to this day, right. I still have a really, um, how do you say it? I still have a really shitty recipe book in my head of the dishes right. that my parents cook. When I go over to my parents' house right. and we have more traditional dishes, it's nostalgic for me, obviously, but I can't cook like half of this. Right, I was going to say, like, you're like, how do I replicate this? How do, yeah. I, how do I get mom's cooking? Why am I at home trying to learn how to make a tiramisu right. when I can't make this uh, yuping? Right, right, Yuping right. is just this... Is it, that it, dessert? It, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a fried fish thing. <laughs> it's not dessert at all. <laughs> yuping is this thing my dad oh, makes. Like, I got- he scrapes the meat off of a whole fish. Yeah. He takes that uh, fish meat paste. He mixes it with flour, some chopped uh, shrimp, other things, I'm sure. And then... Mm-hmm. That gets made into a ball, uh-huh. gets fried, and then gets yeah. steamed, and then sliced. That's a very nostalgic dish that my parents right. always make that right. I always love eating, right. but I have no fucking idea That's, how to yeah. make it. It's scary. Like I said, why am I trying to make tiramisu? That's, yo, that's true. Why am I trying to learn how to do that shit? Yeah. It's crazy. Like The two most vital things are the lifelines of preserving your heritage is language and food. Exactly. Those two, you can pretty much- suck at both. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's not good. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. You're right. But Maybe I, bottom line is fuck fusion food. <laughs> Go over to your parents' place and learn how to make whatever it is that you like. Yo, you're right, man. I think that's I think that's what we we're trying to say, man. Yo, fuck fusion, bro. Yo, fusion can wait, all right? Put fusion on pause. Let's go back in time. You mentioned it. Can I make that Yu Ping, right? That awesome Yu Ping, Chi- that awesome <laughs> Chinese dessert. That <laughs> that fish dessert thing, you know? <laughs> I do like a few nights ago, my mom made like kimchi jjigae, right? Fuck, this is so good. What's kimchi jjigae? It's a kimchi stew. Oh, you know, that's like the tofu, kimchi military stew thing? That's booty jjigae. Sorry. Or booty, booty jjigae. Okay. That's what they call it, booty jjigae sometimes. It's similar though. I was just like eating. I was like, damn, I, I can't make this her way. Bean sprouts, some tofu, the pork, the sangupsa in there and stuff. And there's sometimes where like I'm trying to cook American or just different culture foods for my parents just so they can try something yeah, different and try they to like infuse it. Infuse some stuff into them. Right. But then like you said, man, why am I fucking making tiramisu? First of all, that's bad for them. You know, like <laughs> they don't need that shit. I gotta try I'm trying to do that as well. You know, eventually when I do have like a kid, wherever, or if I do have a kid already. Mm-hmm. Good luck to them. Yeah, good yeah. Godspeed. Godspeed. You know, to my future wife as well. A million apologies. <laughs> Ben Jr., little Benita, whatever you want to call her. Yo, I got to make sure they know, like, you know, some things of what it means to be, like, Korean, you know, yeah. with the food and the culture. Before, it was so hard to find, like, information and how to do things. But thank God for YouTube University, oh, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. YTU, you can literally, like, thank God you can find, you know, certain videos. And there's, like, still Korean ajumas or, you know, I'm sure there's a Chinese... Uh, uh, what do you call them? IE. IE. The IEs out there. Thank God for YouTube. Thank God for YouTube, baby. Preserving our heritage. Because <laughs> we are doing a shit job. Oh, man. YTU, baby. Where'd you get your degree? Oh, YTU. <laughs> wow. A 
favorite fusion dishes, least favorite fusion dishes. You got any recommendations? Okay. Fusion done right. The banh mi sandwich. You know, the Vietnamese, right? Ah, uh, banh mi sandwiches. Yeah. People don't realize the bread itself. It's, oh, it's, it's French. French. Is it true that some of them can spit French right there? I'm I have no idea. Oh, shit, I made that up. Maybe I'm confusing for Canada. Someone confirmed that to us. <laughs> Yo, all, any any Vietnamese uh, viewers or listeners, please, can you uh, fact check us? Who also speak French? Yes, that too. Please, please. But yeah, man, like that's been done right. You know what's strange? Like mm -hmm. on my list of good fusion things, the same category, yeah. tacos is the ultimate, ultimate. vehicle right. of giving you someone else's taste. You can put bulgogi, put kalbi, Pokey, sliced uh, raw fish. I've seen pokey curry tacos. You need a good vehicle. And the right. fucking taco is the perfect vehicle for trying my culture's flavor. <laughs> yeah. You put a protein, you put some flavors, you some put some sauces. sauces. To another one of my favorite foods that I didn't think I was going to really enjoy. It was actually, it was like years ago. We went to Mad for Chicken. Oh, Mad for Chicken is you, a Korean chicken spot. Korean fried chicken. That's another thing, man. Yeah. You know, that's is that fusion? Got. It's definitely new. It's, it's definitely new. It's new here in the West or it's new globally? New globally. Like it wasn't like something like they made back then. I'm going to yeah. take your word for it because I have absolutely no idea. You All know, I know is Korean fried chicken is right. delicious. It's too delicious. I yeah. know that soy garlic, that spicy, right? Yeah, forget Colonel Sanders. Koreans know how to do fried chicken well. Yeah. Korean fried chicken, best fried chicken. Yeah, that crispiness. Double fried. Double fried technique. Someone uh, was, which Korean dude was like, oh, if we double fry, oh, mashiso. Oh, what about you? What's like one of your favorite foods? Oh, um, the two that I had on, on the top of my mind was also mm. banh mi and tacos. Mm. Going on to my least favorite fusion I things. I got that. a lot to say. Okay. I got All a right. lot to say. I have a feeling. Should All I right. go first? Yeah, please, man. Go for it. What the fuck is a sushi burrito? Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's something one on the list. It's mm. just a giant ass roll. <laughs> you know, a sushi burrito is not even fusion food. It's like an enlarged version of something. <laughs> if I took a chicken wing, I just made it five times the size. <laughs> it's not called fusion food. That's not anything special. It just doesn't hold well. You know what? It's also texture is really important. It's just mushy. It's like you're eating baby food. One final thing, and I've just been seeing this trending recently. Mm -hmm. It's called crow sushi. Crow sushi? Crow sushi. It's a croissant. Like the actual bread croissant. Like a full croissant. And in the middle, they'll just shove Japanese-inspired things. Salmon. Salmon, avocado, rice. rice. They'll just shove that into the middle of a croissant. It's called crow sushi. That's fucking stupid. That's the kind of thing I'm talking about. Forced That's fusion. That's fucking stupid. A croissant is delicious. A croissant and a cup of coffee on its own yeah. is like perfect. Like a nice, warm, hot croissant is perfect. Uh, yeah. Sushi on its own is perfect. That's kind of gross. Please don't mix the two together. That's kind of gross, actually. When are you even supposed to eat that? Breakfast? Um, yeah, that's just, ugh, that's just gross, man. You know, I remember um came out for a while. It was like the biggest fad, and I thought it was so stupid. The fucking ramen burger. Remember that shit? I 100% forgot about the ramen burger. Yeah, man. This was like during the food truck craze of 2010s, early 2010s. 2010s. Look at us. <laughs> the great food truck <laughs> rush of 2010s. <laughs> but the ramen burger, for anyone that doesn't know, do you want to go into it? Dude, you can explain it. That's, the ramen burger fucking sucked. is what it is. A beef patty in the middle. Sometimes yeah. it has like a teriyaki base again, a teriyaki <laughs> glaze. Yeah. A teriyaki demi-glaze or whatever it is. Demi-glaze. So it's that patty in the middle, but instead of having a bread bun on top and the bottom, it's mm -hmm. a bun made out of ramen. Yeah. And there was like so many people teaching how to make it, this and that with the runny egg. This was hashtag trending before there was such a thing. Can't you say like the ramen burger is what started the whole fuck? Let's just try to make different foods and shit. It was nope. definitely one of it. It's like the OGs. It okay, goes in fine. the Hall of Fame. 
it goes in the Hall of Fame of the things that you should not do. Right. It worked. It got trendy. Everyone lined up to get it. No, it wasn't. It was not good at all. No, dude. But you had to line up like an, an hour just to have one. Yeah, dude. At the end of the day, good food is good food. If you fucking love ramen burgers, if a crow sushi is your thing, if you love tiramisu with fish, you do you. Yeah, just stay away from me. We're going to go in for a couple minutes to rant and rave about whatever we want. Ben, what do you got? Did I tell Um, you like one time I went on a date with this Chinese girl and mm -hmm. she wanted to eat malantang, right? I didn't know what it was. Oh, really? No, I didn't, dude, was this a long time ago? This was a long time ago. Yeah. She was like, she's like, oh, like, you know, I love spicy. I was like, yeah, me too. Yeah. And she's like, have you ever had malatang? I'm yeah. like, you know, and I was like, I can't look like a little bitch. I don't know. A little spicy as fuck too, dude. <laughs> that shit fucking hurt. But she's like, yeah, you like spicy? I was like, yeah, yeah, baby. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was going to be a yes, man. And she's like, oh, let's try malatang. I was like, I love malatang. I was like, oh, me too. So we go to the spot. She orders it for us. I, said, I like it really spicy. I'm like, me too. <laughs> you know, let's do it, babe. And, you know, they bring it out. What the fuck? It's just fucking red. And mala tang is like this noodle soup. Yes. It's mala flavor, which is spicy. Mala. Which is spicy. Google the image. You'll see it. It looks like it's, if fire could be dried. What is this? Oh, she's like so excited. Mm-hmm. I'm also eating it. My mouth does get watery just thinking about it because it yeah, is yeah. good. It's numbing. It's got that. Yeah, like my mouth is watering just talking about it now. But I was like, yo, what the fuck is this shit? It's like a different type of spicy. People say like Korean food is spicy. I'm like, no, but thing comes back to different everyone's types of spices, spices yeah. right? Like Indian spicy is fucking spicy. Yeah, yeah. Thai spicy is spicy. I didn't know there was like Chinese spicy. So did you, did you like the mala time? I loved it. But dude, I was like, yo. I'm sweating just thinking about this right yeah. now. PTSD, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like, I, yo, I was sweating. I need. I had to ask the waitress, like, please, more water and napkins. I was like, please, 911. You know, I was like blinking SOS to the wait, wait stuff, like, yo, I'm going to die here. And she's like eating it, like, she's like, like it's nothing. Apart, like nothing. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> All right. But yeah, what um, was this something that you wanted to rant about, bro? Yeah, on a very serious note. Oh, damn. And, uh-huh. and this is going to trigger a lot of people. <laughs> Air fryers suck. <laughs> Do you have one? No. What is the obsession with air fryers? You know, no we're, we're talking about fusion food today, and an air mm-hmm. fryer is a fusion of a traditional oven and a fryer. I never, I don't own one myself. Air fryers suck. They're big and clunky. They're big and clunky. Single task items. That is true. You know, too. you know what's worse? You know what's items. worse than air fryers themselves? People who rant and rave uh-huh. about their air fryers. Oh, man, you're right. Anyone that has an air fryer, yeah. it's like when they have a baby and they just keep showing you their baby photos. Damn. People with air fryers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know why you don't like fried chicken? Because you yeah. haven't tried it in an air fryer. You can reheat that much better in an air Yo, fryer. that's right. They always have to mention the fucking word air fryer. They always have to say like, why right. the air fryer is good. They'll be like, Yo, uh, so what you eat? It's like, oh, I air fried some chicken. Like, what the fuck? Just say chicken. Damn, man. So, yo, man, I'm going to buy you it. I'm going to buy your air fryer, bro. I'm going to throw it in your face. (laughs) Okay, that wraps it up for today. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on all the socials. You can find us on every platform, every podcast platform, every social media. If you're too lazy to look us up, we're at the handle Worst Asian Pod on all of them. You can also go to www.worstasianpod.com. It'll Mm -hmm. link you to all our socials. Mm -hmm. If you're listening to this somewhere, leave us a review and rating. And a like and a subscribe. It does something. And a donation. Maybe not that. (laughs) 
Uh, stay tuned next week. We're going to be talking about do Asians care too much about money? Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. Heard my little sis is buying a car. You'll need my secret guide. Gross, no way. I already used Capital One Auto Navigator. I bet your credit score wasn't impacted at all. So, ha. I got my real rate and monthly payment, had an amazing test drive at the dealership, and made the purchase. Taking the easy way out. That's so you. Still not getting it. That's so you. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms and conditions apply. Find out more at CapitalOne.com slash Auto Navigator.